Welcome to the Unlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence on this week's episode, Living to Our Satisfaction. This is a wrap-up for this whole season, Power of Mindsets. Reflecting back on season two on mindsets, we definitely had a lot of great conversations. There are a lot of takeaways for each of us. This episode, we're going to reflect back on our takes, on episodes that we enjoyed and mindsets that we perhaps have changed or that we're constantly working on. Let's kickstart on this episode. And I'm your host, Melody. With me here today are Vivian and Rita. So Rita, how's everything going in Australia? I couldn't complain. I'm looking at a big window with blue sky and the sun is shining bright (laughs) i mean it's everything is good even i'm in quarantine just a note for our audience so while we adjust to a new recording format we hope to continue to bring exciting and interesting episodes for you all i personally think that mindsets are very powerful and i believe that mindsets are choices and after recording season two what are the biggest thing that you've learned about your own mindsets i agree with mel that mindset is very powerful you couldn't control how everything pan out in life right but the way you perceive and process an issue is actually vital to our mental health. For example, a life hiccup that happens, like, do you perceive it with a mindset of, oh, the world is against me or a mindset of, ah, I'm glad that it happens now. And now that I know, I'll get the next one. So the mm-hmm. mindset of things that happen without our control is vital to allow us or enhance the optimal level of our mental wellness. I think before changing it, for me, it's more important to understand and develop that compassion towards the old mindset that I had, um, because it's it's formed by a lot of conditioning, whether it's your from your parents or from your education growing up or all the constant content that's been thrown out like on social media and stuff. And for me to be able to recognize those thoughts, whether it's positive or negative, I start to understand the struggle that I I was going through or am going through and how I made peace with it before I even think about what kind of new mindsets or what kind of what kind of changes I want to make. But yeah, I feel like there are also moments that we sometimes allow thoughts to take control over the mindsets that we know is healthier for us, though. Mm-hmm. It's definitely very hard to change a certain type of mindsets. That reminds me of one of the episodes that we touched on, on how open-minded are you? That's the hardest skill to acquire for me. I do am more mindful of how open am I to new ideas or people's belief that is completely opposite or contradicted to mine. I feel like it always comes back time and again that I have a close mindset to new ideas introducing to me. For example, this all COVID pandemic situation, I could see the differentiation between the Western and Eastern mindset or approach towards this pandemic control. Now that I came from Hong Kong to Australia, that is one of the things that I was pretty close-minded at first. I could see that people are not wearing masks. Whereas some Asian people who came from their home country to Australia, they were in PPE or they were in full gear. 
I could I first judge those people without mask, but then I was mindful of myself of being close-minded. So I talked to the driver who took me from the airport to this quarantine center. And that driver actually illiterate really well that we are actually finding ways and evolve with the virus. I could totally understand his stance after talking to him. And I might not completely agree, but I think now that I understand I have a trait or tendency of being close-minded, I would like to go forward and understand people justification or explanation of their stance before disagreeing. So that's one of the most important lessons that I've learned in season two. And I think that's a great example of how we can train on different mindsets that we have that would eventually strengthen a lot of aspects in our life. For example, we can actually train on our self-worth, our confidence, and build on different support systems in all dimensions. And even just as you said, the open-minded episode already has helped you to identify your trigger points and then acknowledging that you had moments that were being slightly more yeah. close-minded. Mm. I think that's that's great. Exactly. But it also reminds me of uh, the episode of Big Picture Thinking. There's no purpose on us judging or even blaming what other people did or are doing. I think it's about respect because when I look into mindset, my own mindset, it's already hard for me to change. So I even like the expectation of me trying to change other people's mindset is like close to zero now. If I meet someone and they have an, an entire opposite way of thinking, I'm not going to get offended. So I think that's also the respect that I built for other people as well. Mm-hmm. It's great that Viv actually just touched on this example because it kind of leads me to my take on our expectation versus reality episode Mm -hmm. like you can't really expect other people to think or act the way you think I think before setting boundaries at least for me like before I find that the reason why I was unhappy even like my depression episode happened a few weeks ago is that my thoughts are not aligned with my behavior and that's why I was upset and that was a mindset that it's I find so hard to change. But then when it comes to setting boundaries, we touched on this several times, like how important it is to align your thoughts with your behavior. So you teach people how to treat you, right? But that is already the hard part. I think there's always a certain mindset that you want to achieve. That's like your ideal self. But then your thoughts always give you the opposite reasoning, and then you have to constantly make a decision. And that decision will goes to what Mel just said, like setting boundaries between you and, and the society. Rita and I have also gone through that journey of, you know, discovering why do you feel that way? Why were you acting in a certain way? And there was a lot of trigger points along mm-hmm. that discovery journey, I think. It triggered us to really reflect on think what we believe in, like what values we hold and probably throw in some self-doubt moments Mm. and understand why do we feel insecure when certain things happen or why do we feel like a sense of hesitation maybe. There are a lot of emotions that everyone would very likely to go through Mm. when they're discovering even just one mindset. There is something that 
I would love to remind our audience because that's one of my highlight or one of my key takeaway from the Covered Zone episode is see stepping out of your comfort zone as a learning opportunity. Because every time when you step out of your comfort zone, you're basically expanding your existing comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So imagine it as like a circle. And every time when you step out of it, your circle becomes bigger. And that means every time when you have a new or unexpected situations that come into your life, you have more capacity and more capability to manage those situations because your comfort zone is just getting um, bigger and bigger every time. It's like building or expanding your territory. I think in this day and age, it's very important for us to be selective. And I think there are so many different minds. You can like, adopt any of them in different situation that works best for you. But I think the first step is to really understand what works for you. And that process is already a very testing period. You'll dig out so many darkness inside of you. And when we prepared like different episodes breathing, like I cried so hard because I kind of, it's like cleaning a mansion with thousands of rooms. And then you think that you finished one room there's still another, another, yeah. and another. And then there's day-to-day situations which will, you know, keep challenging, challenging you. you like different in different ways. So go try different new experience, but only when you know that you have the capacity to mm. do it. I think that is a balance that is so important. And I think it's making peace with the uncomfortable. When you feel... As you said, sometimes you would receive some feelings that you don't feel very comfortable with or you don't necessarily know how to handle. I think it's to be able to accept that it's okay to feel that way. And then it's to understand the trigger of those emotions and how could you make yourself feel in peace with those. I think making peace of what happened to you is also like one crucial change that I've experienced. It's like... So many bad, like quote unquote, bad things can happen to you, but it's really how you choose to narrate your story. And I try to make sense of my whole, you know, why I am the way I am. Um, Sometimes whether me wanting to overachieve a lot of things, overperform or prove to other people how much I'm worth, it's because I developed this over-resilient personality Mm. of mine. So Like, yes, you have to take all your power back. But yes, you're also a human. Mm. So it's like a constant yin and yang. So I guess like my struggle earlier when I talked about like two different versions of Vivian talking, Mm -hmm. there are always going to be more than one version Mm -hmm. of you talking. And in a way, it's good because you want to have different perspectives. Right. But it's just taking the power, taking back the power on knowing what's the best for that situation. Right. I also loved our topic on emotions and thoughts, whether emotions drive thoughts or thoughts driving emotion. One of my biggest changes would be not labeling emotions. Mm. You know, before I would feel the resentment towards myself when I experience anger. And then now I completely, I just let it be. Mm. And then I find myself feeling less and less angry. More in peace. Yeah. Because when I'm aware that I get triggered, I just give myself time 
and not in rush to eliminate it. Even just having one trigger point of maybe at a moment of you feeling very low mm-hmm. and to be able to discover what caused that low feeling we have to go through a lot of self-questioning or a lot of self-evaluation, a lot of self-reflections in order for us to get to understand why we felt low at that point. Mm-hmm. And that journey itself probably led us to understand our trigger points, our fear, insecurity, some misalignment on value versus behavior. Yeah, yeah. There are all a lot of things that people might not be aware that It's hard work. It's really hard work. (laughs) I think how I see this whole reflective activity, I suppose, it's like a bit like the comfort zone episode. The action of stepping out of your comfort zone is actually helping us to expand our existing comfort zone Mm -hmm. so that next time when you want to step out again, your comfort zone is already expanded from previous experience. I think if you apply that a comfort zone model to mindsets, it's pretty similar. It's like knowing that if you're conscious enough to grow your mindsets, and when I have more alienated or unfamiliar or some sort of negative emotions that I felt, the first thing I would do is looking internally which means asking myself different questions and really reflect on potential triggers of that emotions. Mm. And I have witnessed that I do tend to have a cycle that would reoccur every time when I have this self-reflection activity in place. And I've now come to a point where I'm definitely accepted that it might be a semi painful or difficult journey to understand a lot of underlying issues of any negative or any kind of emotions because you need to be aware that journey would very likely to trigger some sort of fear insecurities or you might doubt some sort of values that you hold but it's all part of that journey so I think being open and not having a fair fearful attitude towards any emotions is part of my my way to deal with that. Having a healthy support system, I think is very important. But I think what I'm trying to say is learning how to equip yourself more so that if you don't have any external support, you would hope that you're still capable to overcome emotional challenges that you face. One thing that I still struggle is to build, you know, like we touched in season one, even like we touched on, you know, how you built your sense of self or how much do you worth that sometimes still like on low days, like it's still a little bit hard for me to realize you know how valuable you are and sometimes I tend and I catch myself you know sometimes I bend my own boundaries just you know a short-term gratification whether it's companionship or a status or or any very shallow needs of mine but then being able to catch that you know being aware of that and being able to as we said swipe left on those thoughts let's talk about like the sustainability of having a good mindset Like, how do you sustain to or check in with yourself, whether you're you're in that state of mind? The mindset that I have, I find myself constantly working on is a closed mindset in some occasion. So how do I find myself being stuck in that? Ask myself a question. Do you know their full story? 
I just have to ask myself that question. If I don't have an answer for that, meaning, and I have already judged him or her, then I'm already in that mindset. In order、mm. to step out of it, then I will start asking questions. The reason why you were close-minded, or sometimes still, is that you don't know how you would react if you receive an opinion. Or a perspective that you're not used to.、So、that is the root of being close-minded. I guess I just want to remind the audience, you know, like you can have all the positive mindsets, but don't think less of yourself when you experience those negative mindset days or months, because that's something that's certainly built up over time. You just didn't realize it.、Um, so be honest with yourself. And I'm still going through this process, to be honest. The main turning point is. Being more honest with yourself,、mm. I think it's just that I have more strength now than before, or maybe you could say that I have more capacity within me to overcome different emotional challenges.、Mm. I'm not saying that I don't require any external support. I think as long as we are aware and acknowledge that we have the power to pick up skills and. Take as much control as we can over our mindsets and perspectives and our behaviors and our actions, but it doesn't mean that we can manage all kinds of challenges, right?、Mm-hmm. I think it's as Viv said, it's being honest with yourself. And when you feel like you don't have enough capacity, then honestly, reaching out to someone professional is not a bad idea at all.、Mm-hmm. I really think that this is a very, very great. Season that we've done on the power of mindset.、Mm-hmm. The main message is just to really embrace and take advantage of exploring what mindsets that are right for you, because everyone has different perspectives and everyone has different take on different things. But I guess ultimately is how we can be more wholesome、mm-hmm. and how we can feel happier and more fulfilled in life in everyday life. When I think of mindset, I always think of like the positive ones. I seldom would. Dwell on like, what negative mindset looks like or feel like. There's a recent experience where I had like these two weeks where I just felt unmotivated to do anything, and I was just overwhelmed with so many like life happenings where like no self journaling or talking to friends can really help you drag you out from that darkness. I'm really mindful in telling myself, okay, I need external help, and that's when I decided to get. You know, like a therapist for the first time. That's all for our second season, Power of Mindset. We hope it was a fruitful one for you. And join us again next time when we talk about shaping your social self. Thank you for tuning in, and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes, and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real.